0: If it's trending Amber and Tanner are going to trend 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 it out on Froggy 92.9
1: rain developed here in Sonoma County yesterday. But we could be getting some heavier precipitation. Hail is actually expected to to arrive here in Sonoma County today and continue on Friday. Now, today rain is expected to be the last wave of precipitation before a warming trend forms over the weekend, so we may not have to wear our rain gear for, for much longer.
2: You should expect some wet roads and allow extra time to travel in the event that hail develops. And I was driving around Santa Rosa yesterday. People were driving like mad men and women. And let, let's take a chill pill. You'll get to where you want to go. Just be safe about it. Small amounts of rain are expected for part of Friday before conditions clear up for the weekend when temperatures are expected to be in the 70s on Saturday and Sunday. There's no indication rain will return next week.
1: Well, the White House has announced that changes are coming to student loan programs, and it looks like we're going to see... Forty thousand borrowers to have their student debt completely forgiven. So it's called the Public Service Loan Forgiveness programs, and it you know sees those eligible like government and nonprofit workers, like teachers, healthcare workers, and military members will all have their debt wiped clean after completing ten years of qualifying loan payments, and then. If you're wondering, okay, what about the rest of us? Well, 3.6 million more people can expect to see forgiveness in the next three years. So that's a little earlier than expected. But they are trying to figure out this whole student loan crisis situation. So just be patient. Um, Hopefully we'll figure
2: something out soon. Reba McIntyre. ReBA's gonna continue to grow her empire. ReBA just announced that she's about to write her third book. The book will cover everything from hosting parties, cocktail recipes to personal stories and lifestyle tips. And the book is basically a guide for how to live life like ReBA without being a giant country superstar, which is great for somebody who is tone deaf like me. The book's gonna be out sometime this fall, no word yet on a title
0: this for... with Amber and Tanner. Good Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Earth is home to you and me. Let's try our best to keep it clean.
1: So Earth Day is tomorrow. And Earth Day was founded in 1970 to spread awareness about environmental issues so you know i think this is a great opportunity to learn about nature here in sonoma county our local ecosystems and you know getting involved in protecting them so tanner and i were looking up ways to show our appreciation for earth Day in and around sonoma county and and we found like some pretty cool things that we can do there's a lot by the way
2: yeah safari west is on my bucket list of things to visit here in sonoma county and this might be a good excuse for you and maybe even me to go you can celebrate earth day at safari west on saturday where they're gonna host special guests from organizations that are working to conserve animal species around the globe
1: oh i love that um I saw that the Laguna de Santa Rosa Foundation is going to host a community cleanup and restoration event um, tomorrow from 9 a.m. to noon um, and also on Saturday as well at Colgan Creek in Santa Rosa. So uh, participants... You know, if you go, you're going to help do things like weed, water, remove debris and help nurture those new and native uh, plants that are coming out for spring. Uh, apparently, the event is free to attend, uh, but registration is required. So you can register at Eventbrite.com.
2: That's great. And, you know, if your kids are acting up, they're making your life difficult. This might be a good way to, you know, keep them in check. <laughs> <laughs> like, you oh want to be gosh. bad? Oh, yeah. We're going to participate in Earth Day. We're going to
1: pick up plants and uh, (laughs) weeds at the Laguna de Santa Rosa. Well, we just got a message from Jennifer from Santa Rosa. Um, Speaking of kids, she said Charles M. Schultz Museum is having an Earth Day event on Saturday. They're going to be having some recycled arts and crafts, she said, from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Awesome. That sounds fun, recycled arts and crafts.
2: Yeah, the Schultz Museum (laughs) is always doing fun stuff.
1: So, you know, there are a wealth of parks, preserves, and environmental organizations uh, that you could volunteer at here in Sonoma County. And for more information about how how to celebrate Earth Day, head on over to froggy929.com.
2: Amber and Tanner in the morning.
1: Froggy
2: 92.9! What's a saying or phrase that you or maybe your kids don't understand? So one of our co-workers came into Amber and I's office yesterday, and he was talking about his son. And apparently one time (laughs) his son got hurt and our coworker, his dad, said, just rub some dirt on it, which is a phrase that I heard a lot as a kid.
1: Yeah, it's just like, hey, you're going to be fine. It's nothing. Yeah. Not a big deal. No reason to cry.
2: Just rub some dirt on it, which (laughs) his kid cut his arm like a month later or something like that. And his mom saw him outside, literally grabbing dirt off the ground and rubbing it on his wound.
1: (laughs) She was like, what are you doing? And he was like, well, dad
2: told me to rub dirt on my wounds. And so she had to spend hours getting dirt out of this kid's cut. And that is just absolutely hilarious. To me, rub some dirt on it is such a common phrase that I don't even think about it. But kids got to learn (laughs) somehow.
1: Yeah, kids take things a little too literally sometimes. They don't understand like aphorisms, euphemisms, sarcasm. Yet yeah. uh, That's not something They have developed In their brains Just yet Right uh, My dad always Makes fun of me uh, For this one time When he was on the phone And I was like, Dad, who are you talking to? And he said, business. And I said, I want to talk to business, too. (laughs) My dad and my brother think that's so funny. I'm like, I was a kid. Leave me alone.
2: (laughs) I I would love it if you kept saying that now.
1: I want to talk to business, too. I
2: want to talk to business, too. What's a saying or phrase that you or someone you know didn't understand? Getting a lot of great responses on Facebook. Facebook.com slash froggy929.
1: Brandy from Rohnert Park says, my grandma used to say, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. I still don't know what that means.
2: I don't know what that means either. It's a good question. (laughs) Rick from Petaluma said, My dad used to say... Bad excuse is better than none. I totally disagree. Excuses are annoying.
1: <laughs> uh, Sasha from Windsor says, I called my daughter the bee's knees not too long ago, and she said, bees don't have knees, Mom. Read a book.
0: <laughs> Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In
1: between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love
0: the show. Froggy 92.9.
1: So a lot of my friends are getting married right now, and I'm currently trying to plan my wedding. And I think the biggest complaint I'm hearing from my friends. One texted me last night and was like, I'm freaking out because I don't know why I'm spending so much money on my wedding. I I, don't, I want to have a wedding, but I'm full of regret with how much money I'm spending. It's have you tough. heard
2: this? Oh, all the time. Yeah. I mean, weddings are so ridiculously expensive, so expensive that people have to take out loans and go in debt just <laughs> to get hitched.
1: Well, it, it's expensive, especially here in Sonoma County. And I was talking to a wedding planner who even admitted, that it's outrageously expensive to get married here. And she was like, have you thought about maybe getting married in Georgia? And I was like, everyone's asking me that, but I want to get married here. It's where I live. Yeah,
2: it's home for you.
1: (laughs) And, you know, I've been reading a lot about, you know, cheap weddings. And I shared this with you yesterday, Tanner, but there's an L.A. bride who went viral on TikTok because she only spent about $500 on her wedding.
2: That's epic. (laughs) I, I, I... Hats off to that person and that couple because that's insanely hard to do. I mean, there's wedding dresses that I could imagine would be thousands of dollars.
1: Yeah, wedding dresses are expensive. This bride said she spent fifty. Sorry, uh, $47 on her dress. Nice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> I know. So, I mean, what do you think about, you know, people going in debt for a wedding, Tanner? Do you think weddings are worth it or do you think there's a way to
2: do it cheaply? Like, what would you do? Personally, for me, I don't think... A wedding is worth paying that much money for. Whenever I get married, the plan is to go as cheap as possible. Now, probably over five hundred dollars, but I'm not gonna go, you know, extremely big with a wedding.
1: Five hundred dollars too low for
2: you. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, you gotta go bigger or go home. I'm going at least six hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Vicky from
1: Santa Rosa is on the phone. Hi, Vicky. So I just wanted to let you know that my husband and I paid under a thousand dollars for our wedding. And it was absolutely perfect. How did you do that? So we had our wedding at my dad's ranch. One of my best friends in the entire world barbecued. The reception was um, potluck. And I did not wear a traditional white dress. Instead, we went to the dress barn up in Sacramento. And I got this floral dress, which was perfect. And the most expensive thing that we got was the cake from Safeway.
2: What? (laughs) I am giving you a high five
0: through the phone. That is killer. (laughs) Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. The
1: Food and Drug Administration is widening its investigation into Lucky Charms after the cereal reportedly caused illnesses in at least four states. So, the FDA has actually received over 100 complaints about Lucky Charms, and several customers received $7 cereal coupons after sending complaint letters to General Mills. Now, the coupons or coupons, however you say it, were accompanied by a letter apologizing that the cereal did not meet expectations. I saw some of these letters and I was like, are you kidding me, General Mills? You made hundreds of people sick and ill, sent them to the bathroom for hours, sent them to the hospital. Some people were in the ICU. And you're not even going to compensate them fairly for this? Like pay their medical bills, like try to figure out what's going on. It's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, a coupon, $7 for a cereal. You're gonna you're gonna ask them to buy a cereal again that made them sick. It's absolutely ridiculous. I saw this and I thought, honestly, if this is their response, they're not gonna do anything. Uh, and it's and it's also so scary that a kids cereal will be making our kids sick. I mean, kids while they are more resilient, they're more vulnerable than adults. Uh, so far, General Mills and the FDA have not found a link between Lucky Charms and the sickness but I- i'm sorry i'm skeptical they need to figure this out i don't know if it's like something from their suppliers that they're putting in the lucky charms but they are responsible and sending out seven dollar cereal coupons is ridiculous and the company even declined to provide specifics of how it came to the conclusion that the cereal was not tainted or causing sickness. And an increasing number of people have continued to complain about Lucky Charms making them sick. So what do you think is going on here? And do you think a $7 cereal coupon is absolutely ridiculous? Do you think General Mills is going to do anything at all?
0: Give us a call. Call Amber and Tanner in the morning and let them know what you think. Well, they don't bite. They just put you on the radio. 636-1-HOP 636-1467 This is Froggy 92.9 You wanted my Netflix password Some on Netflix? You think that's the first Netflix quit I've seen? Binge watch
2: on Netflix You're also in charge of the Netflix queue Over 200,000 people recently left Netflix And Netflix is backfiring and trying to figure it out. They are planning a lower-priced version of its service, and it'll feature commercials kind of like Hulu does right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the prices go up and up and up, and people are sick and tired of it.
1: Every single, like, year. Well, now I think it's like every six months or something they're raising their prices, and I get it. People need to make money. It's a for-profit company. They're just trying to, you know, go with the price of inflation, but the more customers you lose... I, you're not going to make
2: I've, money. I've considered turning it off because you have that. To be completely honest, the shows aren't as good as they used to be with so many options out there. And also, they're cracking down on password sharing. And, uh, you know, I have always shared passwords, as we do. And they're going to start charging more if you do share a password with somebody else in a different household. So, yeah. So right now, we want to know, who is the most random person you shared a streaming account with? Amber, what do you think?
1: I, I think it's got to be well I want I don't want to say strangest but it's my friend Sh- Sydney she she kept asking me for my HBO max password and I finally gave in and gave it to her <laughs> yeah I was like I guess like if you're not gonna I'm just kidding no I was I I just I gave it to her she asked me once and I was like sure <laughs> I, I I am exaggerating
2: what about you uh, the strangest for me so it's amazing to watch how the end of relationships work because i booted my ex-girlfriend off my netflix pretty much immediately but i kept her dad on for a very long time and the person i'm dating now she moved in in like three months and she's like who's craig and i went oh (laughs) <laughs> that's my ex's dad. <laughs> uh, that's okay. Yeah. Aw, yeah, it happens. I ended up booting him off, but I texted him ahead of time and let him know.
1: Hey, just so you know, my girlfriend's asking questions. <laughs>
2: Gotta go. Gotta A- go. Amy from Santa Rosa. Who did you share your Netflix password with? Um, my neighbor had access to my Netflix account because I felt bad because her daughter didn't have anything to watch. I let her have it, and then. My daughter and her, like, stopped being friends, and I, you know, I kind of forgot that she had it, and I was like, she still had my password. She had it for a long time, because I just forgot about it. Then I ended up going in and like, changing everything, because I, you know, I didn't want her to have it. Good morning, guys.
0: That memory foam, bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good
2: morning. Hi, good
0: morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9.
1: Has anyone ever caught you talking to yourself I gotta be honest with you happens to me all the time like, what you saying I'm like nothing I'm, <laughs> I'm not talking to you who you talk to myself yeah uh, well don't feel embarrassed about it because science says there are some pretty good reasons to talk out loud to ourselves so Tanner do you also do this
2: I do I <laughs> do Thank God uh, there are Bluetooth phone systems in cars because anytime I'm driving, I'm talking to myself the entire way. Yeah. So thankfully, people just think I'm on the phone.
1: Yeah, I definitely pretend like I'm engaging in a conversation, even though I'm like talking back to the podcast I'm listening to. I'm (laughs) like, oh, girl, that is not how you say that. (laughs) Well, self-talk, apparently, uh, according to science, can actually aid in concentration, improve your performance, especially if you're speaking those directions out loud. But here's the thing. They say positive self-talk can lead to less anxiety and help you perform in your job or your sports or whatever it is better. Uh, I think the key word here is positive self-talk.
2: Yeah, that's something I need to learn and something I'm working on at the moment because when I talk to myself out loud in my car, I'm like, you dumb-dumb. Why did you do that? Do you call yourself a dumb-dumb? Well, maybe different <laughs> words that I can't say on the radio.
1: Dum, <laughs> dum. I love that. You're like, Who's, which one's dumb and which one's dumber? Oh, they're both me. Like I can see you saying that. yeah more positive self-talk and i think that's the key to all of this if we're hyping ourselves up we're gonna do better
2: do you have any like phrases or recommendations for positive self-talk because personally it's something i struggle (laughs) with am i just gonna sit there and be like yeah champ you're doing awesome
1: well people do that. People say that they do that in the mirror every day. And I I wish I had advice for you. All I can yeah. say is maybe just like think of an affirmation that you need for yourself and say it. Like mm-hmm. if it's like you're gonna make more money or you're gonna be the best radio DJ ever in the world. Yeah, Just say it to yourself in the mirror, I guess.
2: I'm going to try that. Now, am (laughs) I going to be able to look myself in the eye? Probably not. But hey, you got to start somewhere.
1: (laughs) Well, we did take a poll on our Instagram asking people, uh, do you talk to yourself? And 100% of people on our Instagram, at Amber and Tanner in the morning, admitted that they do talk to themselves. Are you surprised by this? I definitely am. And I'm very (laughs)
2: curious. And I would love for people to vote if they don't, because I want to see the true and honest answer here.
1: I think everyone just honestly just
0: talks to themselves <laughs> like a cup of coffee and a sunrise the crew is up and the coffee is ready hey good morning amber and tanner mornings froggy 92.9 yes. amber and tanner in the morning present the neighbor dispute with barry martindale on froggy 92.9
2: Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to call Zoe and we're specifically calling her because she has some library fines going all the way back from 2002. Let's see if we can mess with her. Hello? Hi, is this Zoe? Speaking. How can I help you? Barry Martindale of Martindale & Johnson Attorney Services. I am working with the Sonoma County Library uh, regarding some late fines, and I've come across your old paperwork that dates back to 2002. Oh, wow. Okay. I have on your records that you never returned cat in the hat, and you have late fees for a total of seven books.
0: All right. So what what's the process? Do I need to go to the library and...
2: Well, I have an online portal where you can pay. Is it okay if you pay right now? We're just, you know, we're tying some loose ends.
0: Understood. Um, I guess uh, if you can email me a link or something like that, no big deal.
2: Would you like to hear your charges? Actually, yeah, that'd be great. Because these fines are from 20 years ago, they're pretty hefty. You're going to owe (laughs) $6,321.14.
0: much is it really
2: it is six thousand three hundred and twenty one dollars and fourteen cents because of these late fees that's what you need to pay within the next two months or that fine will double are you serious i'm dead serious that's insane that's way too much money what is there any way to adjust this so that it's
1: not quite it, so astronomical
2: here we can maybe discuss a payment plan but that's really me going out of my way
1: i don't understand I, this is just absolutely insane to me. Well, what, how does a library book, which is what, a couple of pennies for for a late fee, how does it turn into over
2: $6,000? You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. What? This is a prank phone call set up by your mom.
0: I... I have no words. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9.
1: Do not eat this.
0: Sir, really, uh, do not eat this.
1: Don't eat that. Don't eat that. It's not edible. Woo! Lucky Charms is not edible right now. <laughs> What What is the lamest refund or form of compensation you have received? So the FDA is widening its investigation into Lucky Charms after the cereal reportedly caused illnesses in four states.
2: Huh. So a lot of people complained.
1: Over hundreds of people complained.
2: Thankfully, I haven't found me Lucky Charms in a while. (laughs) And uh, I haven't eaten any, but I know a lot of families have, of course.
1: Yeah. And, you know people were saying this sent them to the hospital. Like, they got violently ill off of eating Lucky Charms. Uh, so the people that did complain to General Mills, they received a $7 cereal coupon. And then it, it was accompanied by a letter that said, we're so sorry the cereal did not meet expectations. And I talked about how awful this compensation was on wine about it. Yeah, It's such a lame form of a refund. <laughs> yeah,
2: because, you know, when you get sick from a product, the number one thing you want is a coupon to buy more of that right, product. Exactly. <laughs>
1: that
2: makes zero cents.
1: Uh, so what's the lamest refund or form of compensation you've received, Tanner?
2: I bought a football video game back in like 2010, and the game on the disc just stopped working for everybody. So there was a giant lawsuit that happened, and they sent everyone who bought the game five dollars.
1: Oh, I remember this. It was
2: an NCAA football game.
1: Oh my gosh. And I five dollars?
2: Five whole dollars. I was like, great, I can buy two Dr. Peppers with this. Thanks, EA.
1: I mean at this point, the two Dr. Peppers would
2: bring you more joy than the video game, probably. probably yeah. But that is so <laughs>
1: that's not how much the game was worth, right? No, it was
2: like fifty nine ninety nine. Oh my gosh. Completely ripped off.
1: Well we've got Billy from Roanoke Park on the phone. Billy, what's the lamest form of refund that you've ever received or you know someone that got a terrible
2: compensation? I had a friend who um, like he, he bought some ramen or something
0: and it had like a, a like a piece of like a metal shard in it or something. Oh, my gosh. So we sent like a, a formal complaint letter back to the company. And i like, okay, we're so sorry. Here's you know, a three-month supply of ramen. Oh. I was like, I don't think so. <laughs>
1: good morning,
0: guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good
1: morning. Hi, good
2: morning.
0: Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9.
2: Candles, do you love them? Do you hate them? How do you feel about them? And if you do hate them, what would you recommend for you know a replacement for a candle in your home, but you still wanna make it smell nice? I gotta admit something. I gotta get something off my chest. I don't think I've told one person this in my entire life. I hate candles.
1: You bought me a candle for
2: my birthday. I did, cause I know you love them.
1: I've been lighting it in our office.
2: I know, and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate candles so much. I don't know why they make candles slap you in the face with smell now, but they absolutely do.
1: Yeah, I even made a candle and I was like, this is strong.
2: Yeah, (laughs) I mean, when I was younger, I feel like candles weren't so in your face. But now, if someone lights a candle, you can probably smell it from like a six-mile radius.
1: Maybe your sensitivity is just a little different now. You think so? Yeah, I don't know. Weird. That sounds super weird. I don't think that candles are any stronger, maybe. I feel like... I have to do the research on that
2: one. Maybe as I'm aging my... Sense of smell's becoming stronger because I came home the other day. Turning into a dog. Slowly but surely. Logical
1: explanation for
2: this. N- next week, I'll have a little tale. <laughs> but I came home, and my girlfriend had lit four different candles at the same time in our tiny one-bedroom apartment. Oh,
1: well, that's why you hate them. She's mixing the smells. It was,
2: like, woodsy. One was tropical. Yeah. One was, like, linen, which I didn't even know was a thing, but it is, apparently. <laughs> and I came home, I went, like, oh, my gosh. I am literally disoriented from all these different smells. Yeah. and And I, I physically got nauseous.
1: It's so funny that you say that because my fiance the other day lit a candle in our bedroom And in our, like, living room. And I was like, babe, our apartment's not that small. You can't have, like, two candles (laughs) going at once. It's so dangerous, too.
2: So right now I'm looking for a replacement for candles because I still want the place to smell nice. I don't want it to smell like a 25-year-old guy. Yeah. And so we're getting a lot of great responses on our Froggy Facebook page.
1: Tia from Petaluma says, Bath and Body Works wallflowers? They're cheap. They last forever. And the scents are amazing. Are those those little plug-in things, maybe? Maybe. What are those? I'll have to look those up.
2: Angelina from Eureka said, wax melts if you're going for smell all the time. Slow cooking citrus or cinnamon when home. For looks, flameless candles run on battery.
1: Uh, Tim from from Santa Rosa said, try electricity. Been around for a while, pretty reliable. (laughs) They're awesome.
0: Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9.
2: Sherry from Santa Rosa, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? I am. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Sherry, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Perfect. Now, Amber's record's 419 wins and 32 losses. Sherry, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a a half-a-point bonus?
1: I'm going to try and have you go down, Amber. Boom! All right.
2: Amber's running out of the studio. Here's question number one. Moderna is redesigning their coronavirus vaccine. Can you name the other two COVID vaccines? Johnson, Johnson, and I'm um... stumped. You want me to give you an X? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> X is given. Question number two. Gabby Barrett says that her life has completely changed over the past several years. True or false? Gabby Barrett is a mom. True. That is correct. Question number three. Katy Perry says that her daughter got confused when she saw Mickey Mouse. When was Mickey Mouse created? Was it A, 1964, B, 1928, or C, 1956?
1: 1956.
2: That is incorrect, here's mm. question. Number four, Beers On Me by Dirks Bentley is the number one song in country music. Can you name one of the two artists that collaborated with Dirks on Beers On Me? Quiet. That is incorrect. Here's question number five. NFL legend Tony Romo turns 42 today. What team did Tony Romo play for? Dallas. That is correct. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Amber, Sherry from Santa Rosa got two out of five today.
1: Sherry, give me the level of difficulty. Hard. For me, it was today. I got a brain fart moment.
2: Story of my life. All right, let's go. (laughs) Question number one. Moderna is redesigning their coronavirus vaccine. Can you name the other two COVID vaccines?
1: Pfizer and Johnson & Johnson.
2: That is correct. Sherry from Santa Rosa got that incorrect. Amber, you're up one to zero. Question number two. Gabby Barrett says that her life has completely changed over the past several years. True or false? Gabby Barrett is a mom. Um,
1: True?
2: That is correct.
1: She just had a baby.
2: Last year, she yeah, had a baby girl. Okay. <laughs> Sherry got that correct as well. The score is now two to one. Question number three. Katy Perry says that her daughter got confused when she saw Mickey Mouse. When was Mickey Mouse created? Was it A, 1964, B, 1928, or C, 1956? Uh,
1: 1928 B.
2: That is correct. Sherry got that incorrect. Amber, you are now up three to one question number four beers on me by dirks bentley is the number one song in country music amber can you name one of the two artists that collaborated with dirks bentley on beers on me hardy that is correct Breeland's also on the song as well Sherry got that incorrect. Amber, you are now up four to one. And here's question number five. NFL legend Tony Romo turns 42 years old today. What team did Tony Romo play for?
1: <laughs> Gotta Hello. add a sports
2: question every oh once in a while. Oh my
1: gosh. I don't actually I, I should know it, but I, I'm gonna guess the Denver Broncos or
2: something. That is incorrect. <laughs> he played for the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. And so the final score is (laughs) Sherry, you got two to Amber's four. So sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown. That's okay, I still love her anyway. And you gotta say the phrase.
1: I'm not smarter than amber but you are going to country summer 2022 on friday june 17th thanks to which morning show thank you to amber and canada in the morning froggy
2: 92.9 when did you get stiffed on a tip now amber you know this about me but you listening in the car on the app or on froggy929.com might not know is that i have a side hustle of instacarting I go and grocery shop for people that would rather stay at home. And I do it, you know, just a couple hours a week to pay off some debt. Okay. And, uh... You might see me hauling your hot Cheetos and your snacks to your house. Yep. <laughs> and so this week, actually literally yesterday, I got stiffed on a tip and I was annoyed because that's how you make money on ex- Instacart.
1: Yeah, ex- exactly. How else do you make money?
2: Ugh, I you, mean, how else would you? Uh, you don't. You, it's not you, like you get a percentage of the grocery bill. Well, you get a very small percentage. So it's like okay. a, a batch pay. You get like maybe five bucks or something like that. And then oh. you, the rest comes from your tips. And so I. Did an Instacart order for someone that was like over three hundred dollars worth of groceries. Whoa! And I was supposed to make sixty dollars off of this because it was such a big order. And because they didn't decide, or because they decided not to tip, I made twenty-five dollars for like two hours of my time.
1: Do people think it's just like a service? Like, you think people think that maybe
2: you get paid through the company to do
1: it, and they don't realize that it's all tips?
2: I think so. I think that's the problem, unfortunately. And, I I mean, I've seen servers deal with this problem. My girlfriend was a server for a while, and people never gave her tips. I mean, I don't know if she was a good server or not, but... (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Just teasing. No,
1: my fiance, you know, he served tables before we moved here, and... He was really excellent at it, made a lot of money, but he told me stories where people stiffed him a lot yeah. or didn't pay enough. They were like, someone just gave me a dollar on a $200 bill. I was like, that's, a, that's insane.
2: Yeah, it's kind of insulting in a way. And unless you know about it, I guess uh, you you don't know what to do in those situations right. when you have to tip people. Uh, Rachel from Katani, did you get stiffed on a tip? Okay, so I'm not a waitress, but my friend is, and I was there at her job getting a drink, and there was a table next to me with like 15 people. So, I know their bill
1: was pretty hefty, and they literally left her like a 70 cent tip on the table and all change. Their bill was well over $100. She was
2: upset. But I I gave her a $20 Hey, good on you.
0: Amber and Tanner. When the sun comes to the moon. Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just listen to me every single morning. Froggy 92.9.